To be honest, I how was I supposed to know that? You want me to start doing background checks? That's a good point. <laughs> like, well, I, I, what, you... what, what I would like you to do is not just hand it out like candy. <laughs> hey, hey, we have a podcast. So why don't you come on out? Like, like the no, sex no, offender no. did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> What's up, folks? It's your July edition of Hitting the High Notes Jazz Talk. And, um, uh, you know, like, it's, it's been a while since I've podcasted. I, I've, put, I've hung up the podcasting boots, but today was like the movies. Pulled them out of the closet, blew off the dust slowly, and um, uh, the montage began. We are here. We have, we've got some jazz stuff to talk about. We've got the full crew tonight. We're bringing on Mr. Go the Distance 49. He goes the distance 49. What's up, Jared Barker? Hey, man, not much. I'm coming to you from the beautiful Immaculate Cedar City, Utah. I was going to say, yeah, like I'm, uh, you're visiting STU. We saw from your Twitter visiting uh, Southern Utah, so I'm, uh, welcome. I'm, uh, you're, still, you're still, like, you know, away from everybody else, but go visit Keegs, KW Jazzman. So. Um, uh, yeah, I'm going to have to try to hit up Keegs uh, on Friday. Yeah, so um, uh, and I'm uh, making his triumphant return. He has been gone for a while. We, you know, like he, he, it was like a buried alive match. He was buried alive by um, uh, Kane, um, uh, but he returns, uh, like much like the Undertaker. It's the Squatches of Dragon. Uh, what's up, um, uh, Mister Logan Cox? Oh, you know, I just just typed out the word gratuitous minion orgy, so no, just business as usual. <laughs> um, also, also, real quick, Kane taking his greatest heel turn ever, pro gun. <laughs> Pro life, evidently. Uh, uh, Xbox calls him out on Twitter. Glenn Jacobs, mayor of um, uh, mayor of um, uh, Knoxville County. Um, uh, yeah, that's a, that's a pretty big kid. You know, he he is the big red machine now. Is, is red? No, red is a uh, is red Democrats. Is red Repu- Republican? Uh, red is Republican. Yeah, so, yeah, so, Utah's a red. Yeah, state. Ask, okay, so the, so ask, the ask the ask the resident re- Republican. Yeah, so the big red the the big red machine. <laughs> Republican, motherfucker. All right, that's uh, that's uh, that's a good way to start the show. We we have a lot we have a lot to talk about. Like um, uh, we've been on break. Um, honestly, just one of the most exhausting jazz seasons we've ever had to cover as fans. Really, not cover as journalists, but like, as fans, like just so exhausting. Um, but now we have the summer of like uncertainty and stability, um, and things are happening. And obviously, we should talk about it. You know, we're we're a week after. Um, I mean, I guess we're we're coming on the day where. July sixth, where the the trade becomes official, official, the Utah Jazz uh, shipping off from um, uh, Rudy Gobert to uh, Minnesota. Um, he's now a T Wolf. The Jazz get back four players, um, four. Let's see, 23, 25, 20, four, four draft picks. Most of them unprotected or heavily um, uh, unprotected, and then a pick swap. So a really big haul. Um, uh, for Rudy Gobert and uh, Jerry, we ca- we sort of touched on some like fake jazz trades uh, that were in the rumor mill on our, on the last podcast a few weeks ago after Quinn Snyder's departure. Right. Minnesota had even like crossed our mind, but I, let me actually go to Dragon's Watch first because we haven't heard from him in so long on the podcast. Uh, I mean, we were in Vegas when we heard this, um, uh, Logan. So um, uh, you're, like, you're like, oh man, like this is news drop. I think you said you were on the toilet. Um, <laughs> No, I was I I just fired off the tweet like about you know because all all we'd heard during the you know all of us that were complaining about lack of moves were told there's still it's still a long off season. I hit I hit I fired off my tweet being a condescending little shit asking when is it okay for me to officially be worried 
got in my car, drove to the hotel, and I got there, and Rudy Gobert was traded in that five-minute span. So oh, no. It was I your fault. You, Uh-oh. I know you can thank me for that, I guess. Right here, complaints to Dragon Squad. The Rudy, the, the Rudy, the Rudy trade has uh, been interesting for a lot from a lot of angles. I mean, I think it's kind of hard to argue that the, the Jazz didn't get a good haul back for him. I mean, the, essentially, the... I mean, you're calling it four picks. A lot of people are calling it five because of the the guy they got this year too, right? So, is that where yeah. they, they loop in the fifth pick? But yeah, I mean, it seems like a lot yeah. they collected. But I think what's kind of at least that and maybe this is us being victims of the, the Twitter trade machines and also not wanting the Jazz to necessarily blow it up. But they didn't really they didn't really get any players back, right? I mean, you got it, it, it was it's tricky because it feels like a Unless another best step happens, it feels like a reload move. Yeah, or a reload move, right? Yeah. Well, yep, I mean, we just I traded agree. one one defensive stopper to get another defensive stopper in Patrick Beverly. So, <laughs> um, That's true. <laughs> defensive players of the year is basically the same guy. Yes, um, uh, wow. I'm, uh, and the guy that I'm a Rudy will guard, I'm a Jared Vanderbilt um, uh, when he comes over. So. Um, yeah, I mean, it, I, think, I, mean I think, I think there's guys like I think Van, Vanderbilt is. I mean, obviously Vanderbilt gets people a little bit excited. I think that obviously the Kessler gets a draft pick, so you you have interest there. But the other two are just kind of like whatever pieces. So it, it was it was one of those moves where my initial thought was we did what because I just get, I guess in my mind I never really thought we would. I don't know, and, and, and again, the possibility exists that we that some of those picks possibly get turned into maybe something else. It's not a complete rebuild, but it definitely feels like. I don't know. I just, I guess, I was expecting to get impact players of some kind back, and so my my, my initial thought was just confused. And then as it settles in, you realize, okay, they, they did get a lot for him. Yeah. Um, um, and like, you know, there's a thousand, there's a thousand ways to go after the people right. who are now Timberwolves fans. That's a whole other rant. But. <laughs> I'm going. Oh my god! Well, we're gonna get to that too. Um, I'm gonna write that impact players because I, I do want to touch on that. So Jared. So yeah. So uh, my reaction. I mean, shock, I guess, um, because I was like, I mean, we, we had heard rumblings, but for it to actually happen, like, okay, that's, and just su- surprised, because I was like, wow, that's, honestly, like, you hear that from, you know, that's, that that's almost like a Paul George Hall, you know, you got everything except for SGA, um, and so that's pretty big, it could, it could, could turn for a lot of things, um, so, I mean, where were you, Jared, when you, when, when this bomb dropped on you? Um, you know, that's a really good question because I feel like it just feels like it was so surreal and it's almost like it, like it, it colored my whole day. I think I was in my, over at my, my mom's place, uh, working in the backyard, you know, periodically checking Twitter and then it's like, wait, what? <laughs> like, um, and then I was just, I don't, I don't know. It feels like um, the timber. Yeah, I mean, there was this Timberwolves rumbling, and then I listened to that low post podcast where they had the Wolves guy on, and then they had Bontemps uh, talk the Jazz side of things, and it was a, uh, I don't know, it was a lot, man. I feel like it was, it's, it's kind of weird to process, like how I felt about it, because I knew, kind of knew it probably wasn't gonna work with Rudy and Don, but it was. You know, it's like an end of an era type thing. You you just don't know what to what to think about. But I guess since I saw King Lear tonight, I gotta say something like, you know, nothing will come of nothing. Uh, the Prince of Darkness is a gentleman that, that in reference to Danny Ainge. <laughs> 
I don't. Sometimes your metaphors, I have no idea where you're gonna go with them. I'm like, what is this? It felt uh, like a racial thing, um, but <laughs> yeah, the, uh, that's what it is. Jared. Um, <laughs> the uh, it, 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 weird, weird side note. Anyone else feel really weird about the fact that we traded him within our own division? Like, is that, that, that like I, I was thinking about that, that today. But it like, is strange. I've seen nobody it say that. Does it matter? Yeah. I guess. When basketball doesn't seem like, I mean, trading him within the conference is something I think is more confusing. Because I feel like in basketball, yeah, you sometimes try to trade them to the other conference. But I guess if you're trading him within the conference, divisions don't matter. I don't. I, don't I mean, I mean, you're guaranteed to see him four times a year as opposed to maybe three. That's and and that's things that you're still trying to win your division to get a playoffs because like it helps playoff seating and stuff. So it is very weird that you're just like, all right. Well, it helps with tiebreakers. I don't think it helps with seating anymore. Well, if we, t- if we don't, if we don't recognize division championships, I mean, the, yeah. the Delta is going to be empty. <laughs> yeah, there's no, there's no more banners. We've been yet. in shambles for a week. Um, but you, no, 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 in all seriousness, that is a good point, Jared. It doesn't matter as much. It's not as, I mean, the other sports, it's much more division heavy, right? It's just, you, you can play, you play yep. most teams in the Western Conference four times, anyways, right? So I guess yes, that makes sense. Yeah. Rid um, of the weighting yeah. of divisions, so it's it's like just barely weighted yeah. now. Like uh, you know, like put on the checklist of things the NBA does wrong. Um, so I agree. Yeah, those little rivalries. It's like it's like you you talk about before who with them. If people are college football fans, you give them all kinds of little things to root for, and they'll do it. Yeah, um, but you know, the NBA takes the little things away, and then. <laughs> There's a, no, no, absolutely no reason to, to care about this stuff. Um, right. Yeah, so, uh, like, we uh, we talked about it, so Logan's like, oh, you know, he was surprised that no impact players came, and because uh, that that's the things that we heard, you know, the the Mavericks, the the Hawks, like, we heard all these team, uh, all these teams that were kind of in the in the mix um, for Rudy Gobert, and, like, John Collins was sort of the piece, and we talked about it during our, you know, like, our last episodes, like, I think John Collins is a good piece, but I'm not quite sure I would have liked that piece with just Collins and, and Donovan Mitchell. Because um, it feels like whatever the Jazz did was going to put them, cool, you're, you're still cemented in like that four, five, six seed. Like maybe you avoid the play-in, but I, I, still, I didn't see a path to a, a championship contender um, by trading Rudy Gobert away for, you know, for 90% of the league. Um and this move, like it, it excites me because I'm like, all right, it kind of gives the Jazz a path of what the, what, what we're going to look to. Like everybody's like, oh, the Jazz are retooling, and it's like they might be retooling, but like you, you want to be on that other end of that play-in tournament. You want you want to either be in the playoffs, you know, secure and you know top four, top three. You, you don't want to be in that five, six, you know, four, seven range. You know, you you don't want to be in that range because there's just no. There's no glory for for just being a playoff team. That that's you know. There's no glory for being a team that makes the playoffs or makes the second round year after year after year after year. Like there's no glory in being the Blazers. It's just, the Antoine Walker, Antoine Walker, Boston Celtics. Yeah, like I mean, it's just <laughs> it's, it's just um, there's there's, not, there's greatest not there. Celtic of all time. Like, Woo! You know, like, everybody's like, oh, the, all, the the entire West has gotten better than the Jazz. Okay, well that's, that that may be a good thing because then that that way the Jazz can. You know, maybe convince Donovan, like, hey, yeah, this is going to be a, a bad year. But that does mean that uh, our picks get better. That does mean that we have a chance to get better players um, uh, uh, um, near in, in the offseason. It means that maybe we can give up Boyan and Mike Conley at the trade deadline for pieces that won't make an impact this year. 
Um, and then next year you'll, you'll be playing with Victor Wembanyama, you know, or, or or somebody. Like get get some young talent in there. So um, that's my hope at least. That's my hope that the Jazz are like, okay, cool. Now we, you know, this is my hope last year that the Jazz were like, oh, we're so bad at the trade deadline, we really need to make a, a decision, but that didn't happen. So. I'm mean, be I mean, hopeful it, for that. It, it, did, it did feel initially when we got all those picks back that we thought, okay, like because all the all the PR coming out was the Jazz are the Jazz are going to build around Donovan, right? So it felt like there was going to be another move to use those picks, perhaps. And sitting here today on whatever date today is July sixth, it doesn't feel like I don't know. It's, it's just I know there's a Kevin Durant piece out there that supposedly is keeping everything up in the works, but the day the the Jazz are involved in the Kevin Durant type trade, I will be surprised. <laughs> I mean, not, not for Kevin Graham, you know. What right, I'm right, right. Yeah, like, like, yeah, yeah. As soon as, uh, like, as a, as a side, side in, side piece, or whatever, we're yeah. we're like slipping into to fit into the trade to get some piece out of there. Yeah, because because <laughs> everybody wants uh, to know where Durant's going to land somewhere, and then that way, like DeAndre Ayton could be on the move or something, right? And I don't, I don't, I just I don't see a path where the Jazz are going to put together a team that's like, all right. I mean, because like again, you know, you have to go from <coughs> like the, the Jazz went from good. To great, and then with everything that happened last year, they went from great to shambles, and now they're like getting rid of pieces. They got rid of a really good player in Rudy Gobert, um, and so it's just hard for me. To be like, okay, you're gonna add John Collins or add Aiton, and all of a sudden you're back to being. I mean, if you add Aiton, like, how is this team that much different than the Suns from 2018 or 19 or whatever? You know, before they got Chris Paul. You know, it would be fascinating. What if we added, what if we were able to, through trade, like using Bojan and a pick, able to add John Collins? Because they've been trying to move him for a while, and maybe they're just going to break down and be like, no, we really we need the shooting. we got to ship him. And then we add Aiton. That would be weird. Like, it seems like that would be a weird sort of... I mean, that's, that, that, that's, that's the move that, like, so, I mean, so let's say that, Donovan, Collins, and Aiton are sort of all on the second tier. I mean, can you? I mean, you can probably do a two pretty good damage with three. You know, I mean, there's there's obviously the top tier, the LeBron James tier, right? Yeah, yeah, totally. And, and and maybe maybe there's a one point five tier, uh, and that Donovan's in, um, like that that Damian Lillard tier, and so um, and then you add you know Aiton and, and and Collins who are young, and that's something that you could you could build around because they're all around the same age. Um, with varying skill sets that they're not, I wouldn't say that they're master of anything, but they're really good at a lot of things. And that, that, that stands for something. So, right. I think the only thing that you, it makes you wonder about is do we run into the same problem we used to have with lack of shooting or whatever? Uh, Cause I don't really know what kind of a shooter Collins is. And I, yeah, I don't know. This... Uh, well, that's the thing is that like you, you need to get, those tiers first or get, get those, you know, get that. I, Cause then you can fix everything else. Like, oh, like, all right, we're, we're, we're really good at this. This is what we need to build on. And then that's when you go find those gotcha. pieces. Right. Um, yeah. You, but you need to find it. Like, I don't know what the jazz, I didn't, I mean, there's a, a brand new coach in town. Uh, I was joking around. I was like, I don't even know who the jazz starting. I guess it's Vanderbilt. But I was like, I was like, I don't know who the jazz starting center. Like, do we, the jazz even need a starting center? Like, what is Will Hardy going to do? Like, what, what is he, his plan? And, that's part of like the hope or whatever. It's like we we have some brand new things going on, but it does mean that you're starting almost back at square one. Like you have Donovan Mitchell for a few years, so that's a good starting point. 
like you're not you're not starting from nothing but I mean it's different like I mean how do you feel Logan like how do you feel where the Jazz are kind of right now with the new coach and and Rudy Gobert and and all this stuff I mean, it doesn't feel good. It feels very confusing. It feels uncertain. The messages are mixed so far, right? Like like I said, they tell us that, that they're going to build around Donovan, but so far we haven't seen anything else take place. Um, so I don't know. It's still it's still an unknown. I just I think that of all the trade possibilities, I think that the, the Timberwolves one was floated out there, right? And I just I, it's just still really weird to me that that's the one that happened. Um, I don't know. I don't I don't know what they're going to do. It's it's very confusing to be in jazz land. I understand that like letting Rudy go is painful and hard, but you know, he also, there's two things. He was an incredibly flawed player. Like, let's not pretend like we, I don't know. I think we peaked Third best player group. in jazz history. I think we peaked with that particular group. Right. And then to Jared's point, too, I think I saw one of his tweets along the way that day of like, or maybe it's the daily up. Like I'm just, I was kind of over the, the back and forth thing, right? Like it was just, it was getting old to have those two go at it. So I'm fine. I mean, I would have liked to see one more season with them together with a new coach, but I'm not as broken up about it as I, I guess I thought I would be, but I don't know. It's just no one, I don't really know what they're doing right now. It seems as though it would be very hard to trot out this lineup with Donovan Mitchell. If you're trying to convince him, you can build a winner because we're probably maybe a season away from Donovan throwing a fit right so um that's true i mean it's just just confusing and i've seen a couple people put out there too it may i mean there was the mention the rumor i don't know if it's ever been confirmed it was a rumor that that with the all-star game ryan smith wanted all-stars right so but i mean one of them already didn't get shipped out so not all of that can be held to be true right yeah i mean there there is that because like yeah like the the Jazz are hosting the All Star Game next year, and you, you definitely. I mean, it's going to be really bad if they're it's just a really awful team. But I mean, it's the All Star Game, so um, the All Star Game will take care of itself, I should say. So um, that's I mean, really, like who cares if if, if the Jazz are bad and Donovan Mitchell's not here, there's still going to be twenty four of the best players in the NBA coming. The, the, you shouldn't have problems selling that out. Like, I yeah, I mean, I, I I guess to answer your question more directly, but not more directly, but <laughs> I don't, I, I'm uncertain, but I'm not convinced it's terrible yet. Like, I still think that, like, I don't know, I, I just, I just guess I'm anxious and eager to see what it means. I'm not as convinced that the second you trade Rudy at the bottom, that you're already giving up on everything and then it's gone and over with. I think there's, obviously, you can't trot out the same group with the same philosophies, but I still think there's plenty of good players on the team and there's still, there's some, there's some ammunition in the cupboard now that we didn't have before, so. Yeah. And, I don't know. I guess I'll try to be patient to see how it plays out, but right. I, I don't know if I was able to d- dive into that. I had actually focus and, and, and get into it more, but the Rudy being gone and that's just the sign of everything being over is just, a, you guys know me and how I feel about him, and it's really hard for me to swallow that. Obviously, you can't have the same defensive scheme of funnel everything to Rudy because it doesn't exist. But they, they, people make it sound like the other teams aren't playing good defense without a Rudy Gobert. It fucking happens all the time. You know, so it's yeah. it's definitely possible. It's just, um, yeah, that, that, I don't know. A... But I, I will also say it was super weird to see that the, the Rudy press conference clips today. Like, as much as I was kind of like, okay, let's see if we can do this without him. Um, it was super bizarre to see that. So yeah. I don't. I, and he seems weird, so weird. pragmatic and nonplussed about the whole thing. And you're like, wow, man, this yeah. is the guy that cried over not making the All Star team. He's not shedding a tear for Utah. No, I mean, it, I mean, I watched it. I was like, yeah, he's 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 kind of a constant professional. Like, all right, like I, I feel like he, 
he probably knew that this is a very good chance. Like his agent probably told him that there's a good chance, and so I, I mean, I think he's, you know. Yeah, I, th- I think that they let him know way ahead of time. Yeah. I mean, I mean, it just, it, I mean, even if they didn't like, Did, you're in the business. Something that something well, well, the Vucevic, yeah. <laughs> was shopping for houses in Salt Lake City and put down an offer for one though. So like, I think he Rudy had to know something was going to happen. Like, Did he, or is that a joke? I'm pretty sure. I don't know, man. I'm pretty sure Vucevic that was a that was a a joke. Like when I read, the, uh, this, yeah, so you're probably right. You're, you're, probably you're getting right. it from the the Vucevic you're tweet, right. right? Like where he said, "Oh, it's a yeah, good thing right. my it's a good thing my offer on my house got declined or whatever." Yeah, like I mean, it's it seemed like really because he cheap. would, uh, yeah, because if he bid on a house, he would win it because he would just like NBA players will just put down a ridiculous offer so they don't lose the house. I mean, they he, <laughs> they, he would just go live in Carl's Boozer's house or something, you know. So yeah, um, yeah, because yeah, I'm pretty sure that was a tongue in cheek because you know his name had been mentioned in trade rumors for for the last month for Rudy Gobert. You're um, not, you're not. I just, I just like to believe that that was real. So, I mean, the last, I mean, like, so the last year with Rudy, like, the thing uh, is so weird because if the Vujacic trade, if the Vujacic t- tweet was real, the Radio Shacks ones are real too. Then, <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'll, I can, I can be oh, fine with that. Oh man, Radio Shack, Two years ago, two years ago, this Jazz team, I mean, a lot of the same pieces was so good and so fun to watch. And last year, they just the, that, that's when the bottom fell out, and it's just I, I can't. It was so stressful. It was so um, uh, just not fun to record podcasts weekly for that team. Ugh. You know, we're we're, we're sitting there like like all right, well, let's talk about how they shit the bed again. Let's talk about how how awful we feel about. It. Let's talk about let's can, can we be positive of something good's going to happen here with this team. Um, and I don't know if it was just the, the Donovan Rudy drama. Like from what I heard was that actually Donovan and Rudy were actually fine with each other, but the locker room took sides and I'm like, what? How does that make sense? Oh like, dude. Yeah. yeah. The, the, I mean, I guess the skinny from the beat writers, all of them were like Rudy gay. Oh, a direct quote from what, from you, you know who Rudy gay was mother effing the jazz. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> again, you know, someone who was supposed to be a really great signing, all of a sudden, you know, that, that uh, it's, it's just so funny to me that the like that locker room was so fragile that I mean, it feels like you know, Augusta Wind broke it. Yeah, and, and I, was, I was like, wow, that's how did that happen, right? How does team had go from having so much fun, you know, you know, uh, visiting Mike Conley in quarantine in the bubble, um, doing all this stuff together, like be really fun and then all of a sudden just fracture um did, did rudy gay you know learn from the mark jackson playbook and, and figure it out i mean i don't know um yeah so it's it, i mean I, I didn't hear that spaces from the from the jazz beat writers but um it was the most it was the most miserable sport uh it was the most miserable season of following a sports team i've ever followed in my entire life mm-hmm it was just it was of any team I've ever followed. I followed some really really bad shitty teams over the time, and it was just yeah. it was just completely unpleasant. It's just so unpleasant because they weren't shitty either, right? Um, and, it, and it felt like all the things we thought were happening, we come to find out were happening. Which is it, se- it seems like after the Twitter spaces, the day after was an interesting day of folks going out and. Anyways, I'll leave that alone for fear of getting quote tweeted into the fucking universe. But <laughs> collecting, um, collecting receipts. It, it was because I I will say what. I, 
most of our suspicions, at least ours here that we had about the team and the chemistry and the issues, those all turned out to be fairly accurate, right? Like they, I mean, it's, it, it, it was a broken locker room and Quinn obviously lost the, lost the locker room. Like that's the part that no one's like coming out and saying out loud really, but it's hard to, how, how else do you define losing the locker room than losing the locker room? But um, I don't know. It was just, it's, it's just, it's, it's just been, it's just been weird been super bizarre to, 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 to like, it's, it's almost like, yeah, we knew that was happening, but it's still kind of weird to hear it out loud. Now, you know? get confirmation like, Oh, um, we, you know, we were, and, and, and I, you know, I saw, you know, I did see some folks who kind of said that, you know, from the, it felt like the beat writers were telling us it was all going to be fine all year. And then they kind of just blew it up on the, the spaces and Jared, you're the only one who was on the spaces, but it sounds like they pretty well, I, I think someone said it probably well, is it felt like people close to the team did give inklings of it not being well, but like all of a sudden on the spaces it went from ten to a hundred, right? Yeah. They're like, and, yeah. and I'll give I'll give Sarah the to him credit. They, they, I'll give them credit. They did write articles later in the season. Later in the season, oh, well, they were they were, were with the, the when they were feuding with the players. You knew it was bad, but yeah, yeah. But that was like, late worse in the and worse. There was, there was a whole hell of a lot of. It'll all be fine, guys. It'll all be fine. And, yeah, uh, and I, I can understand so, that though, because like. Yeah, we. I mean, I we, we try to do it here too on the podcast. Like, we try not to be overreactionary. Like, oh, wait, they might have a bad night. They might have a bad week. I mean, you you kind of wait it out because you're like, ah, oh, you know, it might just be. You know, we, we've all had bad days. We've all had, mm-hmm. you know, things happen. But I guess you know, after three, four, five months, like, okay, now now we have more evidence that something is going on. Because like, especially if you're in a journalistic uh, uh, space, you don't want to be like, oh boy, yeah, like I saw this last week because. Knowing Twitter, knowing fans, you say one thing that's not even remotely true, but they'll take it because, you know, they're checkmarked, all right, or or they're they're known in the media world. They're like, okay, well, these guys must know then. So I think in a journalistic way, you have to be very careful. Um, what we learn in journalism school is, you know, you you have your sources and you double check them. You you check them four or five times because. You want to no, make sure. I, I completely get that. You can't tell someone they're shitty enough to go see him at work the next day. I, I don't. I, I completely get why they did what they had to. I guess the part I took umbrage with was the fact that when folks the next day or the, the night were kind of like, "Hey, you told us it wasn't like this," and you're kind of blowing them up to watch many of them and their significant others go after fans. You know, we weren't alone in like. If again, also understanding that's part of what they have to do. It's just one of those things that was kind of a little. It was just a bummer to me to watch them go after so many people like who felt the same way that we felt like we were told we were dumb the whole time. You know, if that many people are saying, I felt like that's how you guys covered the team. Well, you know, I'm sorry, your boyfriend or your girlfriend or your best friends think differently, but there's a lot of us who felt that way. So I don't know what that rant is all about, but there's, there's a couple of folks who I just saw that get, get kind of blown up by the quote sweet mafia. And it was kind of a bummer because I don't think they said anything wrong. I think they had a good point. And they described it, and again, we all understand. They even acknowledge it later on, saying, "Hey, I understand why you can't do this." But then they took, they took, they took issue with that too. Yeah. So I mean, it's it, it is a hard because, like, what it is on Twitter, you know, some people can just say whatever, say anything, right? Um, and when your livelihood it depends on it, you're like, oh well, you know, there's only so much. Well, you can apparently, say. the one we really need to listen to on Twitter is Monty, the Monty Show. And that's us. That's, <laughs> you know, we're, we're about to get sponsored by him. I don't know. I, I think I think we uh, we, we. I am have... Monty. <laughs> <laughs> He's the new lost taco vendor. Um, 
Yeah, I mean, it's just, I mean, it, I mean, again, like, this is, Monty gets to be the guy that throws 20 wet paper towels against the wall, and when one sticks, you can point at him, like, hey, look, I got this one right, so. My question oh, to Monty is, what made the paper towels guys. wet? There's two of those guys, apparently. Well, there's more like 10 of those guys, but there's two of them that I think about immediately when you just, when you described it that way. Is it, is it Jazz Leaks? The Jazz Leaks is another one, I'm like, I mean, hey, you know, again, you can be uh-huh. right, you can be. Well, well, those two, and then, I guess this the keel guy isn't like reporting anything, but he's always like every 10 minutes a trade. What the heck? And that's what social media does for us is like, Hey, look, we, you can pump up our, we can pump our, our, our victories. But again, if you just put, put so many out in the world, yeah, you're, you know, a broken clock is right twice, twice, a, twice a day. You know, a, a blind squirrel finds a, finds the cheese or whatever. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, the blind mouse finds the cheese. The blind well, squirrels you, love to nut on cheese. Yes, I see. Yeah, there you go. That's <laughs> that, what we should do. That, that, that's the best way you've come up with yet. Yeah, and so um, uh, just it's just one of those like, all right, cool. And unfortunately, like people who you know have to have journalistic in, in, integrity, you know, have to have to vet things out very carefully before they can. Okay, uh, I okay, I get that. But why, when the spaces kick in, does that? Why are the rules not? Like that's what I'm saying is like all year long the rules existed and some of those people are still going to be there, but like once you get on spaces and you get a bunch of people in there together, then it's okay to let it out. I guess it's like, most of the people they were airing out are gone though. They were really airing yeah, it out. Well, and, yeah, I mean that's a. Uh, no. you know, I'm just going to say there's a lot of us who felt that way, so they can tell us we're all wrong and we're idiots and you know, but it's just we weren't alone in feeling. We, we were genius. Like, we were right. No, I mean, I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not saying they're completely wrong in what they're doing. I'm just also saying that, like, to even hint at the fact that, like, okay, but that's also a big part of what Twitter is. So I get it. You got to tell people to calm down. But, like, it, it just, it was, it was just an interesting, what I get, interesting switch. I mean, we always gave, we always gave Niang and uh, the other guys, Rudy, hard time for, for name searching. And there was a lot of that that happened the next day, which was kind of interesting as I was trying to sober myself up enough to get on the plane to come home. And uh, that was a good night. It was a good night for us. Um, yeah, it's just it's it's uh, I I also think it's interesting that people are just so up in arms about like, well, you know, we come to you for sources of information, and then are not happy with the information they get, I guess. And so, I guess Logan, you're just... American hero with the uh, the one handed pizza slice, digging through digging through drawers. That is true. That was my work. <laughs> My, my reward was an awkward breakfast next to, to Seamus and <laughs> Drew McIntyre. The biggest human I've ever seen in my life. Drew? I mean, I mean, yeah, massive. Like, like just, yeah, just like it, fucking huge. Isn't it funny how, like, uh, let's get into WWE right here. How funny it is how people like looks. I don't want to say small, but like you know, you see them in real life, you're like, oh my god, compared to what you look like on TV, you're like half the human being, you know. Or double double the size of what we thought you'd look like. It's it's crazy. Yeah, yeah. So. It is well, yeah, because guys, guys like the Miz, the Miz or Triple H or Sheamus in person seem like that. But I knew Drew McIntyre was going to be big. I was anticipating him to be big, and he was still even bigger than I thought he could be. Yeah. It's like when it, I met John Cena, I was, no like, I was like, "Yeah, you're a big guy. You wear a headband on your arm," but then you see him, you're like, "Oh boy!" Like proportions, proportionally, just doesn't make any sense to me. But yeah. I still can't believe you fake make a wish to meeting John Cena. That's some fucking bullshit that no one really like covers up and brings I, to the light. I know. I mean, you know, you gotta do what you gotta Wait, do. Who did what? You know, John Cena's the king of make a wish, and who did a, who fake to fake to make a wish situation so we can meet Cena? <laughs> 
Um, and who tried but John Cena? John Cena. All right. So, um, yeah, like this, like the the last jazz season was so like you're right. It was so miserable to like just be a fan of the jazz. Um, I was telling someone today like the worst jazz team that I remember though is the last year of, and I've said it the last year of Millsap and Jefferson together on the jazz. Which is awful because that, that team had no hope and like they had no direction. I was like, what are you guys doing? Why are we trying to get the eighth seed? And that one still might edge out this last season for me, but I mean, we'll, we'll see in a few years because, you know, I, I want to give it some time to marinate. Um, yeah, and, and this, and I, I get people are very sad about Rudy Gobert leaving because it, it is, the, Jared said, the end of an era. It, that, that era was really fun. And Depending on how the next few years go, we're going to look back at it and, and probably think about it differently. There were some good moments, but ultimately, if you're if you're cheering for a team and you want your team to um, uh, win a championship, that era, I mean, they didn't get, get, get close. Like they they were the number one seed in the West, and that was that, that was as close as they got. Um, and it's good again. It's 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 good, but you don't get rewarded for being good. You know, and and that's the that's the really shitty part about the NBA. It's like. There's no reward for being good. You either have to be amazing or you have to be bad because then you have hope that you will get somebody that will make you good or, or amazing, excuse me. So, um, and, and it's hard. And it's what's very weird about not not I, I guess I shouldn't say very weird. Um, this Rico Bear trade has has really brought out a lot of people who are uh, saying the whole like they'd rather. I, I mean, I think there's a lot of people. Next year, who'd rather see the Wolves be the top seed in the West than the Jazz? Yeah, you're not wrong. And and it's one of those, like, I mean, I get it. I mean, Rudy is, well, what sucks about this is that Rudy does genuinely, genuinely seem like one of the quote-unquote good ones. He seems like one of the guys that, like, was pretty humble. Um, like, he knew he was rich, he knew he was famous, but he shared his wealth, he shared experiences, and, like, he just seemed like he was one of these nice guys that wasn't, up in his head that he was an NBA player, you know? It, it seemed like he came from humble beginnings, and he stayed that way. So it does suck to see him get traded. Um, he seems like a really good human being. And, like, even his press conference today, I was like, wow, this is, this is um, a really, you know, he, he didn't badmouth Utah, and he was, you know, obvious, we, we all know how, how good Rudy can be, uh, you know, in a press conference. So, but, like, man, I'm just like, people are like, oh, my God, I'm going to buy a Rudy Gobert jersey? Great. That's, that's awesome. But like I, I just get the feeling that they want the Jazz to suffer because they traded Rudy Gobert, and they like they would rather see Rudy Gobert win a championship than the Jazz, and that to me is just it's, it's a little weird. Uh well, I mean, it's like they're, I mean, Logan has bronze sexual in his bio, so I guess he kind of identifies with it. <laughs> player, player first over team. I mean, he's bronze sexual. Though. I mean, I don't think Logan. Wants to see LeBron win a championship more than the Jazz. That's true. And he's not a true Bron sexual. I'm Bron. I'm Bron sexual adjacent. <laughs> um, I think that. I think that. I think that. I think that it's not even a secret. Some people pretty clearly laid that out. That's what they want to see. Yeah. Um, a lot of them. And uh, it's 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 definitely interesting. Um, my hope is, I don't know if I tweeted this or not, but at least I thought it, maybe not have ever hit send, but my hope is that just all of these folks are just really still, they're just like really Rudy drunk right now and they'll sober up over the next few months and come back to their senses because you know emotions are going to be high in those moments. 
Um, and, 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 and I know we like to fan police, but if you're basically abandoning your fandom, then I think we're allowed to police you at that point, right? Yeah, we just say, so, hey, aren't you um, and now get out of my fan base. It's definitely a weird place because normally we don't like to play the fan police game when we make fun of it, right? But if you're saying yeah. you're cashing in your fandom, is that where we make our one exception to give them shit? Like, I, maybe I'm still debating it because it's still such a touchy, touchy subject for me. I don't personally. know. I think I kind of, kind of, sort of agree with you, but at the same time, it's just like, I don't know. Maybe I'm just gonna be Rudy. Go- the words Rudy Gobert on social media. <laughs> yeah, and I mean, one thing that's also been interesting about the Wolves is, uh, you know, they've got a long history of really, you know, being a stellar run franchise. So. Um, <laughs> I understand they've got some new folks. I understand they've got some new folks in charge, but uh, so have the Clippers, and sometimes that shit just lingers, you know. Yeah. So. Well, hey, that that A Rod is going to take him to glory because you know he's yeah. a he's a he's a baseball guy. I so mean, of course, translates, of course. Th- think about it this way: the the Wolves have two number one picks on their roster. Like they have two number one picks on their roster. Yeah, you got to be really bad for a really long time. And uh, you know, like, I mean, like they're now starting to have hope. <laughs> you know, as, as a fan base, um, it, it's just it's it's just it's nuts to me. And uh, and and yeah, I, I think the third one that they traded to Golden State. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, I, I, that's I, true. <laughs> I, I get that. I, I get wanting Rudy to. I, I get wanting Rudy to succeed. I mean, that's fine. He he, he is a he's a human being. I think that deserves it. Um, but man, people are just so mad and bitter about the trade. Like they really like it's 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 one of those like, yeah you, you want to see the Jazz hurt you want to see the Jazz, get a comeuppance for trading your favorite player away, and I get that that's fine I mean, there's that that's just that me but, I think you should understand that's coming from a place of bitterness, and, and uh, I mean you're cutting off your own uh, your own hand here so, yeah um, or you know bite your face as it were mm-hmm. yeah so, it could be the could be the could be the newer generation's version of of, of Jersey burning maybe this is what they do yeah. <laughs> they buy the New Jersey of somebody else. Oh yeah, yeah. You're gonna um, see like a ton of people walking down in downtown Salt Lake with Rudy Gobert, Minnesota Timberwolves jerseys. <laughs> it's gonna be the number I, one seller. I, 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 so, I had so many good Rudy Gobert tweets before he got traded. Or thoughts in my in my no in my notes as I was scrolling, and they're all irrelevant now. But I definitely <laughs> want to see. I definitely want to see Rudy get traded to Orlando because I want to see how much of a we we, we claim he's the greatest ceiling. The greatest floor raiser in the history of the NBA. Let's fucking see it, buddy. Go to Orlando. <laughs> Go to Orlando. Um, yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it is interesting just the, the amount of hatred and bitterness I'm seeing. I'm like, all right, all right I mean, that's cool. Like, in not saying that this, the last Jazz team I'm, I'm, I'm going to bat for, I'm like, oh, boy. That last team, again, was really rough to watch. But, you know, um, um, you know, and then there's the people who want to have their kick and eat it, too. Like, Jazz and Wolves in the Western Conference Finals, like, I think the way that things are going right now, the Jazz are definitely very far away from that goal. Jazz and Wolves in the play-in. In the, in the play-in. <laughs> um, the, then, the, then the other people who are like, oh, my God, now, now Rudy Gobert is getting respect. And I'm like, well, I guess maybe he is. I don't know. I don't think so. I, yeah, I've, I, seen a lot of that. I've seen a lot of that lately, too, but I think it's a new team that's excited for their player. Right. Yeah, I, think, um, yeah, I don't necessarily think that. Percent of what that is, yeah. I, I mean, I don't necessarily see the national media clamoring for. It. I mean, there's been a big quote tweet going around where, is it Pelton, Pelton. graded the graded, graded the Wolves as a D? Yep. So I don't think that's really. I don't think that's respectful. <laughs> yeah. I don't. I mean, yeah, but, uh, I mean, well, I, and, and 
and Lo Lo talked about it with Pelton, I or somebody, I think yeah, I think he talked about it with Pelton. And they were just like, oh, I think the wolves ended up giving up too much. Yeah, I mean, that's... Oh, this is going to bite the wolves in the butt. Right. Oh, the wolves have been bad for a long time. Yeah, and if you're going to compliment and say, I can't believe Danny Ainge got five... It's just, it's weird. There's some pretty there's some pretty out front hatred still there, but there's also some pretty gnarly backhanded compliments. If people were saying, oh my gosh, five first round picks, or, you know, I can't believe he got five for that great job, Danny. That's, that's saying they didn't think Rudy was worth that. Yeah, and there's I mean, still a lot of national folks who are saying that. So it's just, it's. I don't believe that he's like, getting uh, more love. You just got a new team, a new fan base now, who's who's trying to get excited about their new player. Uh, I'm a, I'm a. I mean, maybe on this podcast might be the bigger Rudy fan out of, out of the three of us, but even I'm I was not. Like, Twitter made me hate him. So yeah. I'm glad he's gone. So like, I mean, I, I was like, wow, that is a lot for Rudy. Where like, that almost, even if there wasn't uh, Donovan Rudy drama, I'm like, that would be a really hard. Package to um uh, to uh, to say no to, even if like everything was fine. Even if we thought everything was fine in Jazzland, I'd be like, wow, that's a, that's a lot of stuff. Um, I think the it's drama. Like, it's like fucking fourteen players, Jesus. Yeah, I, I think the drama it's like, helped. What, four players and four, eight, eight players total. It'll be right if they do uh, them all. Four, eight plus a swap, so it could be you know could be nine players. Yeah, so um, and I mean, and and Danny Edge got a first round pick for Royce, which I. Was very proud of too. I'm like, I, again, I like Royce too. I think I thought a lot of his um, issues last year were a little overstated. I should say, like, I, I thought he was still a decent player that could, that could still have a good run. And yeah, he got thrown under the bus a lot for stuff that wasn't his fault. I'm proud of the Nets too. So I was, I was like, all right, well, good, good. I guess again, this is you know we, we talked about around trade season was like you want to sell high on your assets, um, and I think the Jazz did, you know. Um, the Jazz got really good value for both Royce and Rudy Gobert, um, and uh, that that made me go, "Wow, that's that's impressive." So, um, oh, they, they, they definitely did. The Royce one's tricky because I think we all are in agreement here. Royce was definitely exposed a lot, but I also think that Royce was asked to do too much, right? And right. so it's like a it's like a tricky line of under. I also I understand people's frustration because it's kind of put out there on a platter, and he wasn't quite good enough to do everything they wanted him to do, but it was just a weird place to say, you're going to do, you're going to do everything. You're going to be our six foot four power forward regards to the best player. That's just, it's fucking weird. Yeah. And yeah. I, and I am, uh, uh, like, this is like, it frustrates me when fans are like, Oh, that guy sucked. We should trade him. Like, well, he sucked. I mean, the thing is, if he sucks, sucked, sucks, whatever, <laughs> other teams also see that they, <laughs> that, that player sucked or sucks. Like it's harder to trade players who suck. You want to trade players? Okay, I'm, gl- I'm glad you said other teams. I thought you were going to go dad moment and say, no one in the NBA sucks, kids. They're all really good basketball players. Yeah, so um, <laughs> it's, it's just one of those, like, like yeah, like, if 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 Royce O'Neal was sucked for three years, yeah, no one's going to trade for him. So, like, you, you got to believe that um, uh, other teams, um, uh, you know, kind of see the same thing you do. Like, it's like, oh, we need to dump him for whatever. Like, people are like, oh, for whatever you can get. Like, no, don't 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 just get rid of him. He's still the old Jazz was giving up a first round yeah. pick to get off. Of right, right. Yeah, that is the old Jazz. Pat Pat Beverly is another good example. People really hate Pat Beverly. I'm like, people, people hate him so bad they want him to cut him and us to lose him for free. right. Like that guy has value. Like, like what are you talking about? There, there's insane. a reason that Pat Beverly is still in the league. Like he has skills that you know, personality wise, maybe, yeah, maybe he's a shitty person. You know, he he hit Chris Paul with his back was turned. I, I get that. 
That's right. Mm. Doesn't matter. It's Chris Paul. <laughs> yeah, I, I kind of would. I kind of get it. How many kicks? How many douche. kicks to the opposing team's nut sacks does equal an okay to push? <laughs> yeah, uh, exactly. Push How many back. times does Chris Paul so, get to tap the balls for you to? Just so, like why Jokic was allowed to push Morris in the back and cost him a whole season. Sometimes you do. Sometimes you do deserve it. I'm um uh I'm I'm gonna be very interested to see if like Pat Beverly comes and like just lights the world on like defensive fire for the Jazz. And see, like, if Jazz fans turn, turn like, all right, well, maybe he's not that. Because, like, honestly, if you if you like cheer for some of them would, but not all of them. God, will. if you can cheer for Joe Ingles on this team, I think you can cheer for Pat Beverly. Like, amen to that. Yeah, like Jesus, I was wrong on that. Remember, I told you guys I, I thought Joe Ingles was more likely to not be in the NBA again than to be in the NBA. <laughs> well, Dude, I cannot believe he got a six point five million dollar contract. Yeah, well, it's strange. People, some 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 people pointed out too, and it's like it's really weird because there's no guarantee he'll even be back next year. I mean, Jamal. Murray didn't come back at all last year. Right? Yeah. And you would have to think that he, with his age, would have a better chance of coming back than Joe Ingles would. So they're just going to give him $7 million to maybe come back. That's 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 wild to me. Well, good for Joe. Yeah. yeah Joe, paid, I mean, get, get the bag, buddy. Joe, Joe's another one leaving on pretty good terms. R- Renee Ingles dropping the dropping the knowledge on us for uh, <laughs> about what he was going to say. So that was kind of fun to have Renee scoop. Yeah, Joe Ing- Twitter almost made me hate Joe Ingles too, but I like was able to fold out strong. And now that I can, <laughs> I just because Joe Ingles is one of my favorite players, but that whole the way that thing shook out when he got traded, that thing was so weird. Yeah, do, do by wanna... by our players, by our media, by our fans, like why, like by Joe, why was Joe acknowledging it all the time? Why were we having press conferences with Joe in the hallway? Like you just don't do that. It's weird, man. And how can Joe be that bitter? You had you couldn't play, man. Like well, and, he, and he called, didn't he call into the radio show still? Like, and do, do like one of his radio shows? Uh, like, I'm not sure. It, it, it seemed to linger. It was so strange. It was like, it was, that was stuff was all weird. And then like a, a week or two later, or a month even later, we played the Blazers and they interviewed him in a hallway or something. And it was like, why is Joe answering the questions? And, and again, he's going to answer them, but like, I don't know. It was, it's just all weird. But anyways, people. I made a rant about that before. I don't know. You did. You did. <laughs> we had to, have I just to, want to bring it back to the surface. Uh, <laughs> as you guys buy all your Timberwolves jerseys and. Yeah. Now, do, do, do you want a Do you want a Joe Ingles jersey? That's thirty bucks. I can get you one. They have a lot of oh, gold. I, want, I got one Aria size hanging in the, the the garage. That's all we need. <laughs> um. All right. Well, Logan, you have anything else in the notebook we need to get through? No, I just got lots of – I had lots of Quinn rants about Quinn Snyder, but at the end of the day, Quinn quit on us, so that's all there is to it. He quit. <laughs> he did. He quit. He, quit. he did quit. Like, yeah. he just quit. Like, that's – I understand there's a lot else that goes into it, but he also quit on us. So, yeah, it's like, just, again, another another strange voyage into jazz I, uh, mindset. I almost wonder if they were not somewhat lying that they wanted him so badly to come back. I almost wonder if there came to an impasse – over like one little thing, it's like, no, Quinn, you're not going to get this, and he was just like, you know what, whatever, fine, I'm out. Like, yeah, my impre- my my impression is it definitely feel like I'm taking my ball and going home situation. I think there's my assumption to be there's some truth to that, Jared. That he he didn't get everything he wanted, so he decided he was and maybe he just he was they, they mutually were like, you know what, you guys you guys good with this? Like you you ever have a mutual breakup where it's like, you know what, yeah, I think I'm okay. Like I mean, I don't think I want to come back, and they're like, oh. You you don't you don't come back. Oh, are you sure, man? We want you we want you to come back. Well, if you don't want to, all right. Well, you know what? Let's respect your wishes. You know. 
That reminds yeah, me. Yeah, you, <laughs> where you both basically like are are kind of over it. Yeah. Yeah, like, like I, I, the, I, the last girl. I, I, I hear you. The last girl. This is very funny because the last girl I dated. That's pretty much what happened. She, uh, like, kind of like, got a ghost to me. I was like, oh, whatever. And then, like, when she started to come back in my life, I'm like, you know, I'm I'm actually good. I'm good now. Thanks. So, but. We can be friends if you want. So, <laughs> so they're 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 both he and Dennis Lindsay are both catching cash and jazz paychecks. So yeah, they're probably living they're living in the stadium somewhere under the yeah, bleachers. That's, just that's why I'm, uh, <laughs> that's why Ryan Smith has got to get out of the luxury tax. So, um, yeah, gotta cut those costs. Uh, uh, you know what? Let's uh, speaking of Ryan Smith. I mean, come on, you gotta have a ride <laughs> for Ryan Smith, don't you? <laughs> no, who does? Or me? You? You, you, you have one? You? <laughs> Like I don't know. <laughs> I think he was saying Hugh. Yeah. Like the, no. he's pronouncing his own name. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I just I, I I think that the Ryan Smith era thus far has been less than successful. I don't think that's a stretch. Um uh, I I mean I think that some of the stuff that's come out is it became very evident that Danny Ainge was needed, whether you like Danny Ainge or not. And as as Mark, you know, our, Tell our great because I'm Mark. Mark, turn Mark, off, Mark, Mark, turn Mark, off. Mark, Mark, Mark bless his heart and soul. His anti Danny Ainge, and I feel it because I was the same way with Quinn when yeah. all the evidence points to the contrary. Right. Mark, Mark, I still just Mark I just turned still off. Still didn't like. Still did not like Quinn. He turned off the podcast um, twenty minutes ago when we started yeah. about go bear. He, so he's, in, he's got COVID. He's got plenty of time to listen to all these. He'll listen anyway. He'll hate listen. Oh, sorry. Was that a HIPAA? Was that a HIPAA violation? Um, but. The, uh, He'll see you. He's a lawyer. Yeah, I'll do it. definitely. I'll be getting served tomorrow. But uh, the, the, it sounds like the Danny Ainge hire was definitely needed. It, it felt like the inmates were running the asylum, and no one really knew what was going on. Right? Like they just was a lot of weird stuff that was happening with Ryan Smith. Um, I think oh, that uh, as a aside to your comment right there, Logan, uh, Tim McMahon yeah. was like, "I was here. Donovan Mitchell was making the hires over there." He was running the whole team. I'm like, yeah. I was just like, holy crap, really? I wonder if that's actually sort of true. I can't wait to see Donovan Mitchell and Tim McMahon fight in a cage fight. <laughs> that shit was coming. Uh, the other yeah. thing I saw before we go, the amazing go further match. on Ryan Smith was like, the people, the reports were out today, like um, after the Rudy Gobert trade, Donovan was like, went to management, was like, well, what's the plan? And I can't remember who tweeted it out. It was really smart. But they're like, before the trade, you know, everyone was like, um, Donovan Mitchell's going to demand out because. He can't get along with Rudy. They need to trade him. And after the trade, now he's in demand out because they didn't consult him on the trade. So I thought it was pretty, pretty poignant. Like, yep, yeah, yeah. let's not let's not listen to all the the noise, folks. You know why? Because pe- people lie. So, so there you go. Yeah, no, the, 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 I think that our our initial comments on Danny Ainge when we got hired him were pretty inflammatory, myself included. Um, uh, don't, say we, well, he, don't say we, sir. Don't say we, sir. It was definitely you. It's your name's on this podcast. Or anything I said <laughs> that's, a, that, that was a, that's a two um, of you. Like, I, I, I specifically remember saying, well, let's give it a chance. <laughs> well, <laughs> and you guys. I, don't, <laughs> I know. That's fair. No, that's fair to you. Like, you were right. No, no, no. Hootran, correct man. Oh, I, man. Well, right. You, you were right. That, that, the audio may say that, but as long as it, until our names are on the marquee, <laughs> they all have to be owned by Hoots. So. <laughs> Should I yeah, have, yeah, should have Jazz Dini track and put a new a, a new logo together? All right, uh, yeah. go ahead, keep going with the but but, uh, but anyways, I mean Ryan Smith. I think uh, I think that he I don't want I don't want to discount some of the good things he he did and say they weren't good. But I think the the initial positive stuff he did was like the best way I can describe it is low hanging fruit. 
Like it was easy things that weren't going to be bad. The scholarship program wasn't easy. Hey, this is great. Like who's going to, well, except for that one dumbass who wants to give it to all the white kids too. But um, <laughs> the, it's a, it's a racist program. The one but thing I mean, I, I think, I think, I think they're like looping in the Dwayne Wade. And like, I think that the, the scholarship stuff, it was just like easy stuff and he did it. So kudos to him for that. But anything that wasn't super easy and like an easy, like PR win, he struggled with. I think that obviously we heard that in, in his one year, they, he allowed the Donovan to run, to run the ship, which didn't work out well. But I think we didn't touch on the rebrand. I know we like to joke about uniforms and whatnot, but that that's like an epic fail. Like that, I don't care if, even if you say you like them because you want to like them, like, it's just, it's, it's crazy the number of people who don't like them to where they're already trying to pivot off of it. So the proof is that that failed miserably. Like it's been a big, massive miss one after another, especially for a guy. And I know we've seen the tweets and they're old now, but like for a guy who built his empire on gathering customer feedback to <laughs> wet the bed so drastically is hard to wrap your mind around. Where um, were your surveys? Yeah. I mean, we'll get, we'll get used to them and they'll be whatever they are. And it's just, it's just, it's just crazy to watch because really we we say it tongue in cheek about uniforms and rebrands, but it really was a reflection of where they are. They are without identity or without direction and they're just kind of wandering and floating. And I think I think a lot of that did show itself on the court last season. And one of the things I thought was interesting, wasn't it Andy and uh what's the other guy's name that they both work they both cover the jazz for the Eric, same Eric, Eric, right? Yes. Did they put an article out that pretty well said that while we all wanted to blame Danny Ainge's presence for being the angel of death, that they actually, a lot of players were happy he was there, right? Um, so uh, they're. I need to pay for the subscription price so I can read. No, I think that, that I'm pretty sure that was out there. So yeah. it's just, it's, just, it's yeah, been it's, interesting to just yeah, put it yeah. all together um, after the fact. But, and like we, we do a podcast, we have Twitter, and when Ryan Smith was hired, we, we sort of, the reason that I was kind of like, guys, let's slow down. Like, Ryan Smith is someone I didn't really know anything about. You know, he was a Utah guy, billionaire. Cool, that's that's awesome. And like when he bought the team, I was like, all right, that's that's fun, I guess. None of that, you know, him being a Utah guy, him being a billionaire, him doing all stuff. None of that was like none of that said to me, oh, good owner, right? Like like that. None of those are none of those are in my mind a prerequisite to be a good owner, um, or governor. Or whatever does mean he's not going to move the team most likely? I governor. Uh, I mean, I, I get, I get. I mean, I, I get. Just being from Utah, I mean, I guess maybe it raises it a little bit. But I mean, if someone offered him five billion dollars to move the team, maybe he says yes. I don't know. Like, it's it's not one of these prerequisites, right? I'm like, all right. And it's one of these things that I try my hardest to uh, let things play out a little bit. Maybe maybe it's the wrestling fan of me that going, okay, I've gotten pissed over stupid stuff before. Let me wait. A year or two or three years before you start passing judgment down. And then Austin Theory still wins the money in the and bank. Austin Theory. <laughs> um, uh, uh, before like making like rash judgment, but then I'm also the guy that the day they signed uh, Boyan and Trent for Mike Conley was like the best offseason ever for the Jazz, you know? So, um, you know, it, it is what it is, but I, I think it is a good lesson, especially right now. Like, okay. Right now it sucks to be a Jazz fan. Right now it sucks, you know, not knowing where the Jazz are going to be, but we, we got to play it out. We got, we got, we got to take a year or two or three to see um, what's going to go on. And Ryan Smith. Yeah. He's everyone was super excited when he, um, uh, when he um, uh, came on board. Um, and, you know, I, I, I'm proud to say that we're on the, the, the caboose or what, what the main engine, the main train, uh, the main cabin. There we go. 
of the um, uh, you know you know we're not quite sure Ryan Smith is a good dude um, bandwagon, um, because yeah, of, I think we're naturally I think we're naturally contrarians by yeah that's also nature here with the three of is. us. Uh, and so, <laughs> but also, I think there's just certain parts about things that just like that's true. Like, I, but, but I think I I think when we take if, it, if all three of us are agreeing on something, which I think we did on Ryan Smith is. Because there is a lot of there is a lot of red flags out there. It's like okay, like like you said, being a, a lifelong jazz fan and a former junior jazzer doesn't isn't a prerequisite for being good. And like the stuff that he was doing was again, it was I'm not saying that things weren't good, but they were like easy wins, right? Like they were layups in the form of you know some of it was just long overdue, you know, with some of his some of some of the some of the movements he pushed heavily. Like it was long overdue, and it wasn't. It's like. Congratulations, that's good. We should have been here ten years ago, right? Thank but you for actually being willing to pay the luxury tax. Yeah, and I, I think I think we're also a lot of us were anxious to move on from the Millers, right? Because we did feel like they never, even pre-luxury tax, even back to the Larry Miller days. I think the feeling, at least for myself, and I think, well, why not? I always speak for you guys. I think the three of us always felt like they were happy with being mediocre, like not mediocre, but they're happy with being good being and they good. weren't ever really yeah, concerned with being amazing. great. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. exactly. Yeah. He would rather have 50, 50 win teams a four through a four through three seed every year was better than, you know, going all in on the rest. And, and now it's funny because now everyone's like backpelling for me. Man, I miss the Millers. Do you? <laughs> Did, do you? Do I you mean, miss, do you miss Jake Miller? It, it, isn't it funny to say, it's, oh my God, we can't, fire, we, can't fire, we can't fire Quinn Snyder because we'll get the next Tyrone Corbin. But we need to go back to the Millers. Do you understand that Greg Miller was in charge then too? Like, do you like? It's just weird to watch the juxtaposition of yeah. Like, you're 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 flaming gets it kind of like low key. Bring, bring, bring back the Millers. I'm but, gonna I'm gonna at him yeah. and say you need to listen to the pod. And, and for the record, like I'm not, I'm not even like anti Ryan Miller or Ryan Miller Ryan Smith. Uh, I'm I'm just like I he's done some good stuff. He's done some bad stuff. I don't I just, I just don't think that all the stuff that we thought made him a good owner before he was hired. Makes him a good owner. Like I want to see what yeah. he does to make him a good owner. And because know. he looks because he looks like you when you look in the mirror doesn't make him a good owner. That's what my <laughs> because he's wearing that damn yeah. flat so, that yeah. you love to wear because too. he's a tech bro doesn't mean that right. he's going to be and, good at his yeah. job. Yeah, like the, I mean, getting Olivia Rodrigo to a Jazz game. Yeah, I think that makes you a good a good owner. I don't even know who that is. What's an <laughs> Olivia Rodrigo? Uh, you know, I barely watched. I got through half of High School Musical today for the first time. Is she in that? Uh, ironically. She, I think she's, she, isn't she like nineteen? She's she's in she's in High School Musical the TV series. Yeah, High School Musical the TV show. That's how that's sort of how she got famous. So, um, it is kind of. I funny. think she. I think when she went to that game, Honey Badger got himself all hot and horny for her. So he must. She must be. Maybe I'm misremembering. I don't know. Yeah, she. Yeah, she. She's a big deal. She's a big deal. Um, but yeah, so like Ryan Smith again. So this is me just saying, you know, let's again we're gonna let some things play out. Let's stop being. I mean, you know. Logan's gonna reactionary tweet out like, "Oh, the Jazz aren't doing anything," and ten minutes later, you know, one of the franchise pieces is gone. So um, it happens. <laughs> it does happen every once in a while. Yeah. I just my my, my biggest thing with, with all this stuff is just like, I'm not even saying I'm gonna count on the Jazz being good next year, but like, if you believe the only way in the world that the Jazz are that the only way you can be a good basketball team is to have Rudy Gobert on your team, and it's impossible. Otherwise, like, that that's the part that just drives me nuts, right? Like. Yeah, I mean, it I, is possible. It's unlikely, but he's not like I don't know. Anyway, I don't hate Rudy. I love Rudy. I think Rudy's. A, I think Rudy as a human is a great person. I think that Rudy 
I was the like the third time I was ever on your podcast. I was arguing for Rudy Gobert over Donovan Mitchell, so I don't hate him. It's just Twitter's obsessive love, and he can do no wrong is is annoying. And he's Donovan Mitchell definitely a diva. Diva Don does fit, and I don't give a shit. I know I have some friends listening to this podcast that be bothered that I say that, but Don is a diva, and that's fine. It and is that's okay. I mean, but also like most NBA was a diva too, and he was our best Rudy, player for a Rudy, long time. Rudy is a good guy in real life by all indications. We don't have any. Like the, between the three of us, we've got some sketchy stories about other players on the Jets. Lots of other players. <laughs> lots, lots of, of other players. <laughs> there, I've never heard a Rudy one that really calls no. into calls into question yeah. his integrity as a human being. So oh, I get that. Yeah. But well, also, he I was love, not like great. Love, he was not easy to get along with in a locker room. It sounds like either. So yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. that is that is like verbatim from the beat writers that he he was so kind to everyone. Who wasn't his teammates? Where he he was pass aggressive to his teammates, like yeah. the most passive aggressive guy known to mankind. I, I wonder if he was just more like direct, always like, throwing them under the bus. Right. Always, always. Yeah, like, that's uh, yeah, because right, I I see people too like oh guys, people who aren't like saying that Rudy's not to blame in this. Like well, you know, it is what it is. Because he definitely he definitely is because like right. that's actually what you get paid for too. Like so, while you do great things off the court, and I'm not. Not by no means am I ever shitting on that. That's impressive. But, like, what he gets paid to do is mm-hmm. perform on the court. And if he's a big part of why they aren't living up to their expectation because he's hard to get along with or he doesn't have the right way to communicate, but he's forced in a communi- communicative role, that is on him. I, I think one thing that the three of us are sort of, like, maybe not lockstep, but we're pretty in line with is that if this team came back, even with the new coach, we the writing was kind of on the wall that it had run this quarter. We talked, I remember we talked about this a few months ago, I said, how long do we think this jazz window is going to stay open? And, you know, we had Sam on here, right? And he was just like, I think a couple more years. And I, I famously looked at him like, like, what the hell are you talking about? Like, what? The jazz? Yeah. I, I, I thought it was like that a, exchange. And I you thought were it was like, like, Sam, was like, are you serious? I was like, I was like, like, I was like really? I was like, I'm talking about the window closing right now. And that was before like all the, like the shit happened. Yeah, every once in a while, Jared, Jared, Jared like and I like to argue that the window was never actually open. That's also true. That's also, you know, like, you know, the, like, you know, we, we it have was just to... a super, it was just a really super clean window that you thought was open and then you mm-hmm. fucking slammed face first right. into it. Yeah. Oh closed. man. It was like we were the bird. And the, yeah. <laughs> oh like, man. Like for me, I, like for me, it was after the Conley and, and Bojan sign. Like, okay. I, I had talked about a lot. Like, okay, you have a year to kind of get together and then you have maybe two. Cause I, we knew they were older when they came over. Um, and we saw that we saw them get old very quickly. Uh, the team just got old. Um, you know, metaphorically and figuratively, and so, uh, yeah, it's just it's just cr- kind of crazy. And so now, like, it just I don't know. There, there's the world. You can convince me that Will Hardy came in. It's like, you know what? What you guys were doing was pretty good. Let's keep some of that, but let's do all this because that team could have been fun. I mean, that team if if you brought them all back and made a couple pieces and had a had a voice that made sense. You know, uh, like Steve Kerr on the when he got to, went to the Warriors, right? Like they had. A pretty good foundation, and then Steve Kerr came in. I was like, okay, cool, do this, but also now do it this way to make it better. And that team transformed. And th- there's a world where you that that could have happened, but yeah, I, I can sign up for that. I like being able to lump Mark Jackson and Quinn Snyder together whenever I can. So, <laughs> but um, uh, you know, not now we're, we're we're moving into you know Rudy's gone, and you know we have a new coach. So they they changed two of the three pillars that um. Uh, you know, and I don't know what they're gonna do with Donovan, and I, I, it's hard for me to look at it this year. And go, you can add 
players A, B, and C, and all of a sudden, okay, cool, now we're going to be up there with the Warriors. They're going to beat the Mad. They're, they're going to beat the, the Clippers who are going to come back at full strength, right? Like Kawhi Leonard missed the whole year. We, you know, talk about that with Joe Ingles and, uh, and Jamal Murray. The Nuggets are going to be better, right? Uh, the Wolves are going to be better. Um, so I don't know who players A, B, and C is to, to add for the Jazz. Uh, but it is nice to, like, know, okay, well, we're going to get some answers or we're going to see them go in a different direction than the, what they did the last year, which didn't seem like it was going to work. So I kind of feel like that's, in a way, it's kind of refreshing because I, I kind of, in a, in a way, I enjoyed, like, the process of rebuilding. In like, I, I don't know. I'm not the average fan because I, I feel like, even though the Jazz were bad, I, you kind of saw a progression and it was interesting, you know, to watch the trajectory. I mean, if we just stay bad and we're just crap for like five years and we're still terrible, obviously I'm going to feel differently. But I mean, I think it's interesting. It's an intriguing, you know, thought about what the future could be. It's, it's the hope that kills you. And yeah. last, year, last year's team had like no hope. Oh, like, I mean, you know, even me trying to be optimistic about the team, like, oh boy. This team just looks so bad, day and night and night out, um, and the, the thought about running it back with that team, you know, Quinn Snyder, Rudy Gobert, and Donovan Mitchell, was was it just it would let the bad taste in my mouth. Like th- that didn't seem like it was gonna work. Um, you know, now going completely the other way, you know, getting rid of Rudy, getting rid of Quinn, I was like, okay, well, I think that kind of means to us, to me, to me, is that. We're probably going to be bad, but at least it's different than what the you know. At least there's hope for at least for me. At least there's hope that something else comes out of it because I saw that show last year. I I got up and walked out of the movie. I don't want to see it again. Um, and, you know, last year was the Morbius of jazz seasons, and so. <laughs> um, Fuck Jared Leto. <laughs> well, <laughs> yeah, boy, we've got two Jareds on the roster now. One with a double R. Yes. <laughs> oh yeah. Uh, and then. Oh my God, we have uh, what's the guy's name? Cockburn. Yes. Yeah, dude, I love it. I have. I have I so much video. Regular season contract. I have so much video of Cockburn. Cockburn. And, uh, uh, <laughs> yeah, he, he Cockburn stung the uh, the seventy-sixers today. So. Um, you, oh no! You, that play. You know. You, you know. You know me, who like I, I I mispronounce shit all the time, and I I'm all, and I don't try to, and I feel bad about it because I, I really don't believe there's anything, anything more personal than someone's name, but you know let's not get that shit twisted. It's fucking pronounced Cockburn. Like I understand, like how when it, where anywhere is a is a C and a K silent? Like you, like everybody's like I have like video of it. Like I, I was like you know it says Cockburn was a jersey. You you look at his jersey. You don't you don't read Coburn. You read Cockburn. All right. Yeah. That yeah, I don't think anybody reads Coburn from that. It, 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 it's made like tr- trust. I me. don't. He, he's got some amazing PR to be able to say it's Coburn. It's given him. It's like, given him a lot of character to uh, wear that on his back for for his whole career. So, yeah, I think uh, someone said we should he, should. he should be wearing number sixty nine, which I learned that David's turn outlawed the number sixty nine. Damn it! Oh really? Stern. Yeah, they said the day. Back to the grave to hunt Stern, us. you fucker. Yeah. <laughs> I guess I guess Dennis Rodman wanted to wear it in one of his incarnations. Oh, of course, <laughs> the worm yeah, is a legend. Yeah, the hope is that Adam Silver will let it happen. The only way he can get me in a in a hobo piss yellow jazz jersey as as our guy, uh, God, what's his fucking name now? Cockburn. 
we talking about? Oh, sorry. Yeah. I don't remember now. Oh uh, yeah, sorry. I, I, one of my one of my con- consi- consistent. Oh, one what of your followers? Oh, shit. Ooh. Von Zip, there we go. Von Zip. Yeah, his, his handle is very close to one of uh, Jerry's racist Twitter people he's got, so I don't want to get wrong and send somebody to. <laughs> saw, Jared's little, saw Jared's little fucking tweets to all the racist jazz fans. Of course you did. I was like, oh, Jesus. Jared's got a lot of, <laughs> I follow a lot of those guys. Jared's got a lot of. Uh, Jared's got a. Unfollow, unfollow. I, I don't know. I'm not going to seek him out, but if I see him again, I'll remember. Oh, they're on Jerry's <laughs> list. Well, you don't have Follow. to. You don't have to take my list as gospel. But personally, I feel. I felt like it was a pretty strong list. <laughs> well, I'll be honest with you. There's at least two of them in there that have. There, I have like receipts upon receipts that were sent to me, and so I'm just like, oh damn. This guy really does need to be well, on. One of them went, one of them went abortion today, and he popped up on my time. I'm like, oh, thank you. That's a good reminder. This is <laughs> this is this is one of those like we we've slowed down and invited people off Twitter because I'm like I don't really know some of these people on Twitter. <laughs> like, oh, that's a, that's a good take. Do I really want this person? Yeah, on the podcast? I, I I learned the hard way a long time ago that you just don't know some of these fuckers. <laughs> yeah, I got I got DM'd one day by someone saying asking if I was a Trumper because. I followed so many right-wing conservatives. I'm like, well, I don't even know who. They, can you give me some names? Because I don't even. <laughs> Gosh, who, did Jared, who did Jared invite? Um, uh, I was like, oh, this is somebody that Jared invited on the podcast a long time ago. Which racist did Jared invite? Yeah, like because <laughs> I, 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 like, like really because I, I was like, oh boy, this is somebody that we had on the podcast, and I only brought him on the podcast because Jared was like, oh yeah, this guy does this. He's a Utah fan. He does this. I was like, all right, well, I guess that's good enough for me. He hates black people. <laughs> Yeah, so no, I I I know exactly I know exactly who you're talking about. Well, to Jared's to, to, to yeah. Jared's defense, it was the last Kirk. Two, it was Kirk. The last dude, two years has revealed dude, a lot about Kirk, people. I don't want to spill tea on Kirk because it's embarrassing how bad some of it is. Yeah, I don't I don't want to. Yeah, I don't want to do it. I don't want to. No. Yep. So I just um, don't uh, yeah. So Jared's still on probation, but you can still invite that one other guy though. He seems cool. Dude, I didn't. And I did not know Kirk espoused all those terrible views back then. <laughs> Just like, yeah. oh we, we also we also almost invited a sex offender on the on the on the. Uh, well, uh, I uh, to be honest, I how was I supposed to know that? Do, you want me to start doing background checks? <laughs> That's a good point. <laughs> well, I, I, well, well, what I would like you to do is not just hand it out like candy. <laughs> hey, hey, we have a podcast. Well, why don't you come on out? Like, like the no, sex no. offender did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's, that's the bumper right there. That's oh, the that's good times. Oh, my goodness. Um, uh, one. Well, I guess my joke who on. Yeah, we are, we are, we are getting ready oh, to, um, uh, you know, we, we Kuhu, have... how do you still have, follow Joku on the other, that, that, the podcast account? I, 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 I use the mute button exclusively, oh. so for people. Oh, okay. like, I, 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 I talk to Joku still on occasion. Like, I, he's, he's always in Tony Jones's mentions. He is. Oh my God. I, 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 oh, here's Joku and Tony again. will quote tweet him and I'll be like, oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that, 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 that Joku was, Joku was a straw that brought the camels back on, um, uh, the, the guest privileges. So, to his defense, he was he was call he was much calmer on the, your podcast than I anticipated. <laughs> I had no idea who he was too. Uh, I'm like, All right, it didn't well. match up. I'm like, is this the same guy? I think it is, and I'm listening. I'm like, well, that's that's the weird thing because I talked to him like via DM for a while, and that's why I thought he was okay. And then like 
I started reading some of his other tweets and I was like, oh shit. God, he hates, I, I, like, he hates Gobert, doesn't he? Like, I mean, that, that's the last thing I saw from I Tony, did, right? I did not know he hated Rudy that much. Yeah. It's just insane how much he hates Rudy. So the funny thing about his tweets were, so if, for people who don't know, like he's in Tony Jones' mentions and like he'll say something like, um, oh, well, this this is an awful trade for the Wolves. Like, Rudy Gobert sucks ass. And Tony will be like, oh, no, I'm, uh, it's actually really good. Oh well, fair point, but and then he'll just he starts ass. Yeah, he just starts. I was like, I was like, wow, this is a fun conversation. Let me just. <laughs> I thought he was muted, so let me just scroll past these. And so yeah, it's fun time. Okay, but. guys, I'll bite. What's a Tony Jones? <laughs> uh, you don't want to know. It's small and. Um, uh... <laughs> <coughs> hmm. All right, Logan. Um, uh, it's been a while. Um, I, I got to. I didn't get to see this in real life. And I'm very sad, uh, but um, uh, we 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 did a Marnay's uh, produce corner when you weren't here. Um, I, I wonder if you have filled the corner uh, produce section. I keep saying corner produce section. Uh, let me check. Let me check real quick. Um, I def I definitely think we're overdue for a podcast with Jamie Protein, um, Maddie G for three. Yeah, Jamie you is know, gonna. Help me redeem yeah. myself with the guest thing. That's true. <laughs> I think Corey Herzog would be worthwhile. Someday we're going to hijack this and do an all-Idaho podcast. Oh, yeah. Corey's I know it's good. not Corey, but, you know, with Arne, it's Arnie now. I learned listening to you guys. It's not Arne. It's Arnie. Arnie. Yeah, yeah I thought it was Arne, uh, too. That's what threw me. I met him in person, and he says Arnie. I was like, oh, I always just said Arne. I'm sorry, yeah. dude. <laughs> like, you know, Arnie, we've got Gage out there who's representing central Idaho somewhere. We've got all, all, all of it covered. Um I do want to shout out what's her, what is it? Uh, the handle right now is Sydney Spider Spider Fan Girl. And I think she's got a profile picture. Is that whoever that girl is you're telling me from High School Musical? Oh yeah, 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 Olivia Rodrigo. But anyways, like we have a really good because I was tweeting about High School Musical and we've got a like a really good back and forth about Quinn Snyder and Rudy Gay and like it's not getting any love and appreciation. And all I'm gonna say is go find it, go read it. The thread is money. Um, <laughs> Completely underrated. So we basically got to the bottom of why Rudy Gay became a little bitch this season. <laughs> and it's a bummer that like, I was so excited about the Rudy Gay signing, and now I have to like hide and pretend like I wasn't an advocate for it. But <laughs> yeah, it sounds like you tiptoed in Mark Jackson territory, right? I think you said that earlier. Embarrassing for all of us who, who were. Yeah, perfect. what a bummer, man. What I mean, bummer. I'm still just off town alone. Thought it was a pretty good signing. I just. Yeah, like I was, I was like, oh, wouldn't he be such a diva? But you know, it is what it is. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It know. definitely feel definitely feel like is it is it Jeff Green or is it uh, Mark Jackson? What was the successful one? Who? Oh, a successful one. Because uh, we had a successful one, right? Maybe did, not. Did we? <laughs> no. Oh boy! Like I mean, you're, 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 right. you're you're saying like I'm a a, a veteran like a, a veteran signing or something? Is that what you want? You're you're hinting at? Yeah, like we we had Jeff Green and there, uh, there was someone else we we're trying to say was it going to be a Jeff Green signing? Was it going to be a someone else signing? Oh, um, and I don't remember who it was now. Who you're talking about? But his name is escaping me. Freaking a, uh, Joe Johnson. There you go. Yeah, yeah Joe Johnson. That was the one. Yep. yep, yep. You got it. You right. Joe Johnson still would have been a better signing this season. <laughs> Nick Not three, baby, even a joke. Um, uh, yeah. yeah, it's a, it's a, you know, it, it was uh, you know we we actually thought about doing a a live podcast. Well, I thought about doing a live podcast in Vegas while we were there, but we were in Vegas, you know. Like Dad, Dad Bod, um, uh, Dad Dick was there. I, I want to say, um, 
He was. He was there somewhere. I think his friend peeked all over him and he had to go to his bedroom or something. I don't know. <laughs> I uh, just completely made up all of that. Okay, I, I, there's no proof to back that up at all. I was like, him, uh, we, um, had, we, had a, we actually oh, had a friend we, who got we sick. Should have asked, so. I guess he wanted to be on the Rudy podcast, so... Yeah, uh, unfortunately, when you know when you have to you know keep a, a certain time, I'm like there's only there's only room for so many guests on on this podcast or so many voices, I should say. So one day we will promise him that one day he'll get on. Um, doubtful. Doubtful. <laughs> I, I mean, I still got. I still, still, hates him. I, still, I think he's no, he's been on the. He was on the our show when we had therapy sessions. So I, I, I still have to, I still have to vet him out. So. Um, well, yeah. well, he was on the therapy session, so that counts. Uh, the therapy session was uh, was uh, an, op- an open an um, uh, open Zoom call where people can come in and yell racial racial epithets. Did, <laughs> oh, did, was, you guys, that, I did you guys see any random penises on that one? Did we, we didn't see any because I think we, we were doing audio only. You know, we, we did some video. No, we didn't see any random penises on that one. So. No, I remember seeing Mark's beautiful uh, face and the way his, his teeth were lighting up white in the darkness. I fucking remember very vividly. <laughs> well, Don't tell me that wasn't a video. I can't remember. Yeah. What um, was that, Will? Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I mean, this is, I mean, guys, like, I don't know. I don't know what it's going to take for us to come back because it was really exhausting last season. But I don't know, the Rudy Gobert news, the Will Hardy news. I, I think there's hope. You know, I, I know it's hope that kills you, but I think there's hope for the Maybe we should game. go to... Once every two weeks, then. I mean, every week could be taxing if the season... I mean, it could be a mess, though. Like, a mess is... I mean, who only... Last year, who only wanted to do podcasts when they lost? That's true. I do crave jazz Twitter tears. Pain. So, uh, so I do love that. Um, uh, you know, that. That does fuel me. And, and, and I don't mean that in a bad way. It's just because, like, I don't, I don't feel it. So I, I want to know what it feels like. So um, do you tell me what it feels like? Loving someone, um, yeah. So that that's why I like it. But uh, just to get that raw emotion, you know what I'm saying. But yeah, last year's it was taxing. It was a taxing one. Just like, oh god, what are we gonna talk about? Because there's, there's no hope with this team. And I know the Jazz are probably gonna be bad this year, but maybe they're bad enough that you know we we see a team that actively tanks. That's interesting, I think, in a way. So um, yeah, we'll see. Like, oh, Donovan's got a. Donovan's got to take a month off to heal his ankle or something. So, we've seen other teams do it. It won't. It won't be fun to watch, but the end result might be might be better for the Jazz. Who knows? But uh, Jared, any any um uh, anyone you want to talk, shout out or talk about before we we head out here? Um, I guess you know, secrets out. Meow. You're not a good person. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. What a, what a, what a, what a, oh, shut up. <laughs> Will you edit that out, please? Sorry. God damn it. I was ready to jump in with whoever he said it. Well, at least it wasn't Donald Trump Jr. And he just fucking just tells us someone. Oh, man. God damn it. Oh, this is so weird. <laughs> I'm sorry. I thought it was funny. I was like, I was like well, all right. Well. That was like the worst thing. I'm not gonna spill the tea about him. I'm just gonna tell you guys at the very end that he's not a good person. Yeah. <laughs> but I'll keep the tea. I'll keep the tea to myself. But know the tea is rotten. <laughs> I'm not gonna name and names. Racist. I'm not gonna name names off this list. But here's some names. Um, called, called him out by last name. <laughs> his last name's on his Twitter. I uh, know, but still, yeah, just, you, there was like a, you just. 
you know, either way, like you're gonna have to call Mark tomorrow because he's either gonna I'm gonna get a HIPAA violation, or you're gonna be sued because you called him out by name. <laughs> Meow. My name and social security number. Let's make sure this we get a, that clear that I was not saying Mark and Kirk are the same person. So we can erase the footage. <laughs> um, uh, that was Jared Barker. Everybody, go to listen to him. <laughs> yeah. When um, Shawnee sees this, when Shawnee sees this footage, she's gonna flip. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, you know what? You should I, I guess shout out to Anto the Max. Oh there yeah, you she's, go. she's in. She's in town. God, dude, you're bad at fucking thousand she, right now. She doesn't listen. She doesn't listen. <laughs> no, she doesn't listen. Um, uh, Logan, just make sure I'm um, uh, EJ listens to this. All right, so. Um, yeah. <laughs> well, folks, I'm, uh, th- that's it. So we'll, we'll come back. I mean, I, so we're in July, right? Like we have summer. We have summer league, which is apparently super important to people. Um, it, guys, it's glorified pickup basketball. Like let's not let's not freak out about stuff. <laughs> Like except for Jared Butler, Jared Butler should probably <laughs> Jared Butler should probably be playing better in summer league. But um, after summer league, I mean, it just it gets quiet, you know. Unless a major bombshell happens, it gets kind of quiet. So I don't know when you'll see us next, hear us next. But uh, you know, take a break. It's it's time to you know enjoy the rest of your summer. Um, and college football starts in like a month and a half, so that that's gonna appease. Most of you, <laughs> so um, I, I really should have just shouted out Jazz as in Jazz Stan, who I met today in person. That's okay. Back to pack. Back to pack. There you go. So, uh, yeah. All right, and um, uh, you know, for the go this is forty nine. That's Jared Barker. Uh, for um, uh, Money in the Bank, I'm a winner. Uh, theory for Dragon Squatch, uh, Logan, who um, uh, you know, we we had a good time. We drank a lot of um, uh, vodka lemonades. Um. We did, and I'm still, I'm still confident that if um, Drew McIntyre used that goddamn sword, he would have won the match. He would have won the match. The sword. So, uh, real quick, uh, uh, Logan, what was your most favorite part of that pay per view? Oh God, um, I don't know. That's how good it was. It's when I said. Uh, it's when I said. It was when I very politely <laughs> when said. Jared, when who told the guy to sit down in front of him? It's when I very politely said. said I said, please sit down. You did not say it politely. I you think, aggressively I said, yelled I, at well, him. Well, I mean, I, I said, please sit down. It was please. It was there. So <laughs> <laughs> he yelled, please. Please! Uh, uh, well, they were standing up in a very awkward part of the match. Right? There's no reason to stand here, folks. So um, we had a good time. for because money's worth. Yeah, yeah that, that's true. <laughs> um, we, had, we had a great time. It was fun times. Um, uh, Jazz, of course, broke all the news while I was on vacation. But, you know, it is what happens. Uh, here's the hope. Here's the hope that kills us. Um, uh the draft picks, the the young guys, the new you know slow center, uh, the new very very young coach, Logan and I are both old, older than, um, yep. yeah, man, that's a that's a, what a world. R.I.P. R.I.P. Quinn Snyder, R.I.P. Rudy Gobert, yep. R.I.P. Roll Gravity, oh. R.I.P. Screen Assist. We're gonna, yep. we're, we're gonna see a bunch of people. R.I.P. Uh, Royce celebrating every fucking shot he's ever made in his life. You know, he should have kept the bull. He should have kept the bullwinkle celebration as opposed to the yeah. instead of the um, uh, heroin, heroin shot uh, celebration. That that's where it all went wrong for him. The heroin, oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, uh, makes more sense now. It does make more sense. Drug free. All right, and then uh, we'll catch you guys next time. Yeah.